to be a human being means that we can mold situations we are living in the way we want them. But today, most people are molded by situations in which they exist. This is simply because they live in a reaction to situations they are placed in. To mold situations the way we want them, we must first know who we are. Everything we currently know as ourselves is just an accumulation of things. Our body is an accumulation of food. Our mind is accumulation of impressions gathered through the five senses. What you accumulate can be yours, but it can never be you. Who then are you? Well, that is yet to come into our experience that is still in an unconscious state. Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we share the introductory presentation to our latest public talk. Every month we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly webinars on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the links in the written description below. If we have mastered over our physical body, 15 to 20% of our life will be in our hands. If we have mastery over our mind, 50 to 60% of our life will be in our hands. If we have mastery over our life energies, 100% of our life will be in our hands says Indian mystic Sadhguru. Some form of anger, fear, anxiety, and stress arise in our life because our basic faculties, our body, mind, and life energies are all disconnected. And we can clearly see all around us that everything that lives on earth is afraid afraid of something. Animal in the forest will put its ear to the ground to catch the slightest sound of a potential danger. Some animals have the ability to take on the color of the flower, the leaf, or the tree. They assume the color of the environment around them to become less visible for their enemies. Man learns different skills and tactics because the fear for existence is anchored in his being. Scientists have discovered that our emotions do not depend so much on the sensory system, but on the limbic system in the brain. And if you explore this subject further, we actually discover two kinds of fear. First, there is a useful fear that makes us run away when a barking dog comes towards us. In this case, this is an appropriate emotion. But there is also anxiety, worry, and fear for all the things in our lives that are not strictly aligned with what we think our life is all about. 
And it is clear that the second form of fear can be a considerable obstacle for us because it locks us up, producing an opposite effect to the openness and freedom. Many people today are living in fear. They are anxious about anything and everything. They are afraid to break with what is immoral, afraid of situations which are not good and fall below the norms they usually set for themselves. In the light of the hermetic axiom, receiving all things, relinquishing all things, and only in this way, renewing all things, such an attitude of fear is quite out of place. One of the greatest forces tying us to this universe is fear. And the person who wants to be liberated from fear must have the right motivation, longing for something higher. If one lives in accordance with one's principles, in harmony with the soul power, in keeping with the requirements of the liberating life, then there is no need to worry about anything. However, people in the world today are beginning to think that the fear is a natural part of their existence. No, fear is a result of the incompleteness of our existence. Only if we have not explored life in its magnitude and multidimensionality, but have limited ourselves to the physical body, only then fear is a natural consequence. The central consciousness of human being is located in the heart sanctuary, and it is in continuous close contact with the pelvic sanctuary, the subconsciousness, and with the nature-born consciousness, which has its seat in the head sanctuary. These three, as a cooperating unity, do not remain static, generally speaking. On the contrary, in most people, the consciousness in a state of intense agitation, which particularly affects the heart, the seat of the central consciousness. All of us are familiar with this agitation of the heart, the disquiet and dividedness, the anxiety, worry, and fear that can arise in it, constantly demanding our attention and bringing our entire nervous system into a state of a tremendous tension. Fear is a delusion. If you stand in the soul, not a hair on your head will be touched without the will of your heavenly father. That is why in the Sermon on the Mount we read, do not worry about your life, what you will eat and drink or how you will be clothed. Do not worry about tomorrow, each day is enough of the trouble. Do not be anxious. 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. If the new soul within you is not free, if the new soul within you is not manifested, you will never succeed with the new way of life, and you will continue getting into the conflict and getting stuck. Only the new soul will make you free. Once we have the new soul, we possess the basis on which to overcome everything that obstructs the spiritual path. This is because the new soul sees things and people as they really are not hampered by restrictive judgments of others. Therefore, it has no prejudices. Its judgment is just like the eye, which itself is without color, but observes all colors. The new soul does not bother its fellow human being with ideas, standards, criticism, or guidelines. It is available for everyone and helps everyone in their quest for the spiritual heights. Living out of the new soul with its beautiful characteristics is within reach for everyone. If they open their heart and want to follow the soul's longing. But there must be sufficient faith to stir up the secret fire within. Deep through faith, the Gnostic sense is not only a condition of the heart, but it consists at the same time of a clear understanding. Faith in the Gnostic sense is something very different from assuming something based on an external authority. It is quite different from a belief system that one has been talked into on the basis of anxiety, worry, and fear. Faith immunizes against anxiety, worry, and fear. The binding through faith is indeed a strong power but is only the beginning. It is no solution in itself. We must perish in this force and therefore make the immense alchemical process of regeneration possible. People should seek for a solution, seek for a breakthrough, grasp the hand offered and celebrate the farewell. Therefore, the pupil does not simply come to a standstill in his phase of belief, but he seeks the path. He's looking for the method by which, with the help of which, he can open his own blood being of nature for the life substance of the spirit, which can indeed cleanse and purify from all sins as a fire. Those who spontaneously adopt this Gnostic-minded attitude 
can go the path only on the basis of the new consciousness through the experience. Therefore, it is said, state of consciousness is a state of life. Because when the consciousness has not experienced enough, agnostic development might still begin, but due, the, due to the absence of the fullness of the experience, the pupil will not be able to follow through. The state of consciousness spontaneously projects itself in our attitude to life. When sufficient experience has permeated the human consciousness, that human being will become responsive to the process of the five-fold gnosis. There will then also be enough insight and yearning to want to respond to this process positively. Pure insight, pure yearning for salvation, and complete self-surrender are the first three aspects of the quality and the magic of our state of faith. This leads to, fourthly, the new attitude of life, which owning to its magic and quality results in the opening of our personality to the imperishable light of the Gnosis. And the result of this is fifthly, our admission into the new life field, our passing into the state of the new race, the people of God. Whoever walks this path of the five-fold Gnosis will change the state of his soul change his state of life right down to the structural change in the cell structure. And this process by nature is based on the law of love, to receive all, to release it all, and to renew it all. All who prove to be steadfast in maintaining this Gnostic attitude of faith in complete self-surrender, will discover a whole new set of opportunities. Whoever walks on this road will make a great new discovery. It begins to dawn on him that he is steadily less and at a certain moment no longer to be defined by and in the movement of opposites. He becomes free. He breathes once more in the clear atmosphere of spirit life. He overcomes all anxiety, worry, and fear with all their consequences because he gradually recognizes, sees through, and understands. In the new soul, he recognizes what is true and what is not true. He distinguishes what flows towards him out of the divine kingdom and what transpires out of the self-interest of people. The new soul is the light of the world and the salt of the earth, which presently are so extremely necessary to put human development on the right track and to keep it there.
In the new soul, God's spirit is active. And this is the greatest joy of all. Live in here and now in the internal living present where fear will no longer have a hold on you. Become an observer of yourself and of life, acquiring perpetual self-knowledge through the activity of the active spirit spark within you. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.